This podcast is meant to start important conversations about medical health. In no way is this to replace a face-to-face discussion with your healthcare professional. Welcome to How's It Hangin'? This is your host, Paul Nelson, here in the heart of Midtown Manhattan. We have a question today from Jason, age 37. This is a complicated one. He writes, my wife and I began experimenting with opening our marriage to play with other couples. It's not going so well. The last couple, the wife was not into it and was doing it only to keep her husband happy. She burst into tears and left. We felt awful. What did we do wrong? Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to say right off the bat, it doesn't sound like you did anything wrong. It sounds like they have a lot of issues that need to be worked out. So don't blame yourselves and don't be too hard on yourselves. But how do you find couples that are on the same wavelength you are, that are, are, are approaching this in an, uh, in, with integrity and uh, honesty and good communication? The world of polyamory and the world of swinging are similar but slightly different from each other. They both have a set of rules and customs and uh, activities of engagement that vary as well. This is a complicated field. A lot of people find it to be a great source of fantasy, a source of curiosity, and the idea of it is fun. However, when it comes to the execution, things can get really messy really fast. So I encourage everyone, proceed with caution. I also say it's not a bad thing if you're going to first try this to use professionals. They have no feelings involved. They're there just to make sure you are having a good time. To help us dive deeper into this conversation, I welcome back our friend Bo Blaze. He educates couples in the world of polyamory and swinging. He's the guy who helps us keep it all sane and safe. Thank you. Good to be here. So give us a quick definition. What is polyamory in a nutshell? Uh, people that would have more than one partner, more than one love, um, but that can be so many different, take so many different uh, views, so to speak. There's a lot of different, but uh, we uh, we call it also, when you're talking about polyamory, we're talking about ethical non-monogamy. Sure. This is not cheating. This is not cheating. And so when you talk about poly, you talk about multiple people deciding with themselves that they wish to have more than one partner. Uh, there can be various rules. There can be, you know, it's whatever those partners want to do and how they, what they see as fidelity or not fidelity. Right, and right. As long as it's it's consent throughout. So like in, in a, your typical uh Couple that you have your primary couple is that what you call it your primary is that um, or yes, is that one of the terms yeah, or is prim- that primary is absolutely a term so it's like okay I'm I'm a man I've got my wife we've been married for ten years and we wanted experiment and we now take this step to like oh wow I've always wanted to do a three way is that the same as polyamory is that um you know again it's 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 just a word so it yeah. can mean a lot of things um in in that world these days it's is is called a, having finding a unicorn and uh <laughs> it is it's a, that's a, as that's, in a mythical creature yeah uh, i mean that's the joke of it i'm sure but that's what it's called like if you go on to a 
uh, you know, some sort of dating thing or whatever you would say, we're looking for a unicorn. Uh, sometimes it has a negative connotation as well. Um, again, it really depends. Do you want to just have a partner that the two of you play with sometimes or have sex with sometimes or whatever? That's fine. And sure, that's polyamory. I, as long as really the only thing I think that polyamory hinges on is that everybody's aware of what's going on. Okay. That it isn't cheating. Now, so what's the difference between polyamory and swinging? Um, not, again, <laughs> it's words, so it every, means different things to different people. <clears throat> Swingers are polyamorous. Okay. Uh, some people would say polyamorous people are not all swingers. So because uh, some swingers uh, tend to just go out and find somebody and have sex and they'll never talk to them again, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right, right. right? In other words, but sort of in our world, uh, some people look like the, look down their nose at the word swinger, uh, which I don't think they should. It's just a different kind of thing. In general, poly is more about having multiple partners that are lasting more than a day. So it's more relationship-based. It can be, and I think it's just more that way. Okay. You wouldn't think of swingers so much having multiple partnered uh, multiple partners that they are with over and over, and you know, uh, right? But yet, yeah, maybe they, but maybe they, they, maybe yeah, they are. Yeah. Right. So right. again, I think you got to keep an open mind, and everybody's, you know, we're we're just uh, we're just using words, and they could mean different things to different people. Right. So if somebody says, okay, let's explore what what wow what, then they say, let's try polyamory. Where do they where do they begin? Is it education? Where do they learn about this? Where, where, where are the resources? Well, there certainly are um, great, great books out there. Um, I have poly workbook. I think there's a polyamorous workbook. Uh, or, or no, 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 there's the Jealousy, Jealousy workbook. That's a great book um, because, of course, Jealousy, you know, oh, yeah, us great polyamorous people, we never get jealous. Well, of course you do. You know, that's a human emotion. So, look. What polyamory requires is a tremendous, tremendous amount of communication and integrity. That's what it requires. If you want to have a real polyamorous relationship, you have to be ready to put in the work. Everybody wants to say, you know, for myself personally, uh, I've been married for, uh, it'll be 24 years in another week or so, and uh, we've been poly since the first day we met, basically. Well, the first, first day we decided to move in. And I'll tell you a quick story. When, uh, when we first got together and she decided to move in with me, it was going to be 3,000 miles across the country. And so I said, look, I really feel compelled that I have to be over-explanatory about this and say, I am never going to change. Okay, like I, I'm always going to want other partners, and yes, you were you know I'm polyamorous and you want to be polyamorous, but I'm just saying that's never going to change, right? So, she looked at me and said, "So does that go for me too?" And I said, "Yes." And she said, "Let's move in." So the point is, you ha one of the other things I say all the time is you have to be willing to lose to gain. Okay, huh? Okay. You can't be the guy. Like, I could have been that guy and just said, yes, darling, move in with me. And then after she was with me for a year, hey, well, so I'm going to, uh, I got this other girl I want to see. You know, what are you talking about? You never told me. That. 
right? So that's what somebody would do. Well, I'll trap this person into moving 3,000 miles into my house, right? and then I'll wait a year, and then I'll tell her, well, you know I'm polyamorous. So that's not, that's not ethical. Right. Okay, and so it's all about being willing to lose the gain. It's all about finding a partner and saying, hey, this is who I am. Can you deal with that? Are you interested in that? Do you want to do that? Um, and, and that's super important. Now, I have two other partners, one that's been with me almost 20 years and another one for about 15. Wow. So as you can see, I take this very lightly. No, uh, <laughs> but, but that's, and my, my wife has a partner, uh, two partners, and, uh, and many of us lived together for many years. So uh, it can work. Right. I, I am living proof that it can work, but I'm also living proof that it's not easy. Right. You know, people will come to me and be like, oh, you're, you're lucky, man. I'm like, not always. Uh, you know, it's right. taking care of one woman is hard enough. Yeah. And you have to four. also be very careful to be, to be super, super explanatory with everything and over-communicate with people so that they have their expectations. And one of the biggest things is people need to know where they stand. Mm -hmm. People can be okay with things in a relationship, but not if they don't know what the rules are. Right. Right? Uh, my wife and I are married and, and are primaries, um, mm -hmm. and... We are what would be called polyamorous couple. Believe it or not, there's some, again, people in polyamory say, there's no such thing as a polyamorous couple. Uh, I think that's ridiculous, but the idea being that they're saying it can only be if multiple people are in love with each other, and, and well, that's different. So, for example, I'm polyamorous with my wife, and we both have our own partners. Okay. Okay? So, but there's sometimes it might be a man, a woman, and another woman, and they're all playing with each other. We okay. call that a triad. Right. Okay, so that's three people all in love with each other and playing with each other. Uh, but then for me, like, I have V's. Like, my wife and I are both a V, right? Right. Like, we, well, not even. It's a couple polyamory. But I have a, I'm a V to my, to my other two partners. Mm -hmm. They don't play with each other, but they both play with me or have a relationship okay. with me. Okay? So we both have V's, my wife and I. Right, and she has several partners, and they don't play with each other. Okay. Right, but that doesn't mean that has to be. There are no rules. No rules. There are no rules except consent. Right. That's it. Do whatever makes you happy. Right. Now, how many of these? Uh, in, in the, in, I know it can, can be everything, but often is it like okay, uh, this guy has a relationship with his wife, and this is relationship with someone else, but they don't have intercourse. They might do something else, or it's like. She can the wife the primary relationship has said uh, you can have play, you can play with other people but no penis in a vagina or d d d how frequent is that is that common that's a, a great great thing to bring up and yeah absolutely because again there's no rules so uh, and you asked before how does somebody who isn't just starting a relationship how does somebody who's in the middle of a relationship for 15 years introduce this kind of thing and right. what you're saying is the exact way that that can often happen right because it's very hard uh, trust and uh, jealousy come into play and and you say well um, I would like to go out and have another partner and your partner may have no interest in another partner mm -hmm. and so now it's more like 
legalize cheating, you know, right, 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 as opposed to poly. Um, so we don't we don't want to we don't want to do that. And uh, so sometimes what we do is make rules. They don't last forever necessarily, but even my wife and I, when we first first got together, we're also we are also in the world of power exchange or. BDSM, kink, whatever. So for us, since we did a lot of other things, uh, in the very beginning we said, you know what, no romantic sex with anybody else. Okay? Okay. We're just us for that. And, you know, and things changed over the years, but the reality was day one, that's how we said, that's probably a good way to start. You know? Right, so just like... Yeah, junior sex, little uh, sex light. <laughs> Whatever, right, we've negotiated that. Right, 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 right. And so you can negotiate anything you want. And especially in the beginning when, uh, I'll give you a, a good example. When I first, my wife first moved in, I had uh, another partner who was um, a play partner. And she was a very, very beautiful woman. Um, and I was very lucky to be in that partnership with this very beautiful woman. And my wife just moved in. And it was very difficult for her. I knew it was. She wouldn't say anything about it. But here's an example of how Polly needs to work. So I would say, hey, I'm going out with this person on Friday. You cool with that? And she'd say, yeah, you know. And then I realized she's got nothing to do on Friday. And she had just moved here. And she doesn't really know that many people. And I would cancel sometimes that night. Because you have to you have to balance all the balls. You don't right. just go out and be selfish and say, ha, 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 I get to play with somebody else now. No, these are multiple relationships, and you have to be even more aware of that kind of stuff when you're in those kind of relationships. So I know she just moved here. She has no one else to hang out with. All she's going to do is sit there and feel like, I'm not good enough. She's got another purse. Even though she doesn't believe that, that's what her brain will Right, 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 right. So you have to be willing to lose to gain. Yeah. I had to be willing to lose that date that night so that I could keep my primary relationship yeah. strong. Now, I, I listen to this and it's like, wow, what a great fantasy. Like, who wouldn't want to, you know, it's like, wow. How many times have you seen relationships crash and burn from... Uh, polyamory? From polyamory. Constantly. <laughs> it yes. looks so good on paper, well, right? Because again, people are not willing to learn to uh, to lose to gain, and they won't uh, have the integrity required. They won't put the time in. They won't uh, put the work okay. in. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of work. It's, it's not, not easy. easy. No, when I had I had one partner for five or six years before my second, other than my wife, my second partner. These are the long term, my right, long term right. partners. Um, and, oh, boy, that didn't go well. Like, those two, the first one was, couldn't have been more jealous. Couldn't have been more jealous. But then we realized that her, her parents died at a young age. Mm-hmm. She probably, I know she looked at my wife and I almost as new surrogate parents. Right. And she never had a sister. So now, all of a sudden, what amounted to a sister came in, who she's expected to be share and be... And she, like, it was like it was happening all over again. She's losing her parents again. Someone else is coming in. So you have to be willing to look at things like that and realize that not everything's perfect. Even people in power dynamics who are supposedly your slaves or something like that, those people are humans. 
Mm-hmm. Right? They have human feelings and there's jealousy and there's all kinds of needs that need to be met. So it's work. It's work. It's work. So yeah, the, the fantasy is great, but it takes a lot of processing, aware of what you're feeling, aware of what your partner's feeling, and then talking about those feelings. None of which your average person in America is really good at. Yep. <laughs> right. And that's why it crashes and burns. <laughs> I'm thinking about, wow, we can't get people to talk about sex in a monogamous relationship. I'm not going to talk about sex in a polyamorous relationship. That's a tall order. Well, and my feelings about the sex, my feelings about that person, and I've got to talk to my partner about all this. That's a lot of work. It is. But I'll tell you what, for some people, and for some, as you were saying, couples that have been together a long time, and it is a godsend in many ways, right? Because you love your partner. Let's say you guys get along great. You're just, you know, so, so wonderful. But you're really not interested in having sex anymore that much. Yeah. And let's face it, that's huge. That happens everywhere. People right. are together 10 years. Oh, we got to figure, we have to figure out a way to keep, keep it going. My God, that sounds horrible. Like, <laughs> you know, but that's the way people talk about it. Oh, we got to. So, okay, maybe not. Maybe, oh, God forbid, in this world, we don't have to listen to every stigma and rule and nonsense that we were taught as children. Why can't we just stay awesome friends and have much less sex and each have other partners too? Right. Oh, that's crazy. What right. a crazy idea. So my point is, if you are with somebody a long time and that you, you just know it, you get along great, you really love each oh. other, but... You're bored. Yeah, well, platonic marriages are very common. Yeah, and that's the point. So so why cheat? How about you just get over yourself and say, okay, well, I guess you can do it too. You know, right. oh, Mr. Great Guy who knows everything of all space and time. You know, I mean, that's yeah. kind of the traditional thing, right? The guy goes out and cheats. The woman... I mean, of course, it's both ways. Right, but right. I'm just saying that's like the classic thought, right? Yeah. And it's like, well, how about just saying you both can go out? All oh, because that might uh, that might make you uh, not feel so important, right? You right, might, right. <laughs> you, oh, no, your fragile male ego might be uh, in danger. So yeah. that's really what the problem is yeah. in a lot of cases, is yeah. that the people, male or female, uh, straight, gay, every in every demographic. Right. Somebody just, you know, no, mine. Yeah, right. Well, I asked patients a lot of times. They said, you know, you'd like to play around with somebody, but what about seeing your partner? Oh, no, 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 no. I could go out. I, I, you know, I could do something on the side, but I don't want to see them with anybody. Yeah, that's, that's, a- that's called cheating. <laughs> yes, yes. That's called cheating or that's called, uh, you know, muscling your partner into doing what you want. Yeah. That doesn't work. Yeah. So if someone wanted to get into this, sticking with the concrete, okay, uh, they Google polyamory online or they look, are there groups, are there support groups, are there... There are, there certainly are, but I would say that polyamory, um, because, for example, my partners have other partners. Okay. Right? Oh right. my God, it goes down the line, right? Right. Uh, some of, of, of my, you know, uh, my, you know several of my partners. Right. And, uh, you know, Anna was engaged at one point. Mm-hmm. And you say, how the heck does that work? And it's like, well, that, that's another whole discussion. But the point is, anything is possible, right? So what you'll find is there's less, like, if you want to learn how to do BDSM, as we talked about on another show, there's lots of places to go. 
And there are lots of resources about polyamory all over the place. But there aren't as many groups that are, there are some, but there aren't as many that you can go to to have like a hangout with 20 other polyamorous people. Right, right. What I find mostly people do is use dating apps uh, and be very honest in their dating apps. I am part of a couple looking for a unicorn we're looking for a unicorn or i'm part of a couple and i would like to have or or i'm looking for somebody you should know that i am polyamorous and we're into ethical non-monogamy so right up front that's that's one of the keywords or even if it's like in my case my wife doesn't want to be involved with my partners i don't want to be involved with hers particularly right so the reality is to say i'm looking for a partner by the way i'm married but it's polyamory and it's completely ethical non-monogamy she knows everything about it Right. Well, that is fascinating. It's a, it's a, it's a whole world, as I said, it's, it, you know, who wouldn't it sound intriguing, but it's fraught with, so proceed with caution, right? And also be careful. I'd say the last thing about it that from a, from a standpoint is that in the beginning, it sounds so wonderful. Right. You know what I mean? And I think when we talk about growing as a person, um, you know, I came to that point. It's almost like, again, I don't want to get, it sounds bizarre, but it's almost like because my dynamic is the, the people in my life other than my wife are uh, into BDSM and they identify as kids, you know. Right, like, right, like, right. You know, uh, so they like to call me daddy, right? Right. So the reality is, it makes sense in that sense. There's an extension of that in some right. ways. Like, right, you know, in yeah. some ways you can look at it and say, oh, well, that's daddy, and there's daddy and mommy and the kids, and yeah. that all makes sense, right? So in the beginning, I, you know, uh, I wanted to do this, and I think very much I got to the point where it's like, okay, I'm done having kids now. I know that sounds bizarre, but what I'm saying is I, I do have other partners, but I'm not really looking for long-term, live-with-me, be-my-partner-partner. And so realize that polyamory grows. Your needs change. What you need, you know... It it can change. It can shift. I certainly probably... Certainly probably. I certainly uh, was looking to put off fixing myself by fixing other people. I Uh, think we, you know, again, as a coach, it's something I, you know, I help my clients a lot with. But... I think in the beginning, you know, was I, I never really wanted kids. Was it that kind of a weird, I don't know. But that need ended at some point. And just like real kids, I love, I love my other partners, but I'm not looking for other partners like that. Now. Right, right. Right. So I would just say, be careful. You don't have to get into a big live-in, you know, poly situation where now they're your, again, you need to possess them. You know right, what I mean? Right. So don't be afraid to be poly and just have a casual poly for a while and have fun and see where it leads. And, right. and, and, and also not to feel... I'll finish it with this. Every person that comes into your life and you have a positive experience with is a beautiful gift, so to speak, right. from the universe, right? right. And, and you, whether it's for an hour... Or a lifetime. And if you can learn that some people were so awesome, but you really only hung with them for a couple months, that's no less valid than the person you're married to for 80 years. Right. Right? So don't feel like you have to put your model 
of the world where, like I did in the beginning, where I thought, well, I need to have them be your mine. You know, yeah, right, right, you're right. my partner now. Right. Very, very intense. Don't necessarily feel like you have to do that. Right. Right? Because it's not, the whole point is we're making up a whole new paradigm here. We're not trying to replicate the norm. Well, that is absolutely fascinating. Well, thank you so much. Um, they can get more about you at alternativelifecoach.com. And they can, uh, I do offer a free first session if people are interested in this and thinking about maybe wow. working on polyamory together. Okay. I, I, uh, you can do that right on my website. Okay, well, great. What a deal. Well, listen, thank you so much. Again, it's always fascinating to have you. It's it, You are delightfully outside uh, the, 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 this mainstream in you know, a really healthy, fun way. So thank you very much for sharing your knowledge and your love of the topic. Great to be here, as always. Thank you. Take care. <laughs>